This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome to the Wednesday Quick Shot episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I am Anthony, or you can call me Dude. That uh, it's completely cool with me. I just don't go by Tony. That's just never going to work. So, how's everybody doing? How's everything's going? What is happening? Have a seat. Let's sit back. Relax. Let's have a drink together. Well, you can drink. I'm 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 good. So, like usual, we got to start off the day with a drink special. Now. Uh, this drink special I got off the Drunken Moogle. Drunken Moogle? Yeah. Uh, the DrunkenMoogle.com. He calls this the Hadouken. The only reason why I wanted to do this shot is so I could say that. Hadouken. It is based on the uh, special move of Ryu from the Street Fighter video games. It goes as follows. The ingredients are... Three-quarter ounce of blue Caraco, three-quarter ounce fireball cinnamon whiskey, and a splash of 151. Now, how you make this? Mix the blue Caraco and the fireball in the shot glass. Layer a thin bit of 151 on top of it and light it on fire. Block to extinguish the drink. Uh, block to extinguish, of course, then drink it. Keep that in mind. The bad things can happen. Uh, if you want to add a little bit more 151 and make it a Shinku Hadouken, uh, go for it. The drink was uh, created and photographed by Mitch Hutz of the Drunken Mogul. Uh, this drink was part of his set of Street Fighter and Tekken drinks. So if you want to go check out a little bit more about that, go to the drunkenmogul.com. Mogul, M O O G L E. Okay. Uh, so I can stop uh, saying it wrong and see if this one knocks you out as bad as I got my ass kicked on that video game way back in the day. Ooh, 151 just remember to put it out people I mean, you know i have a, i have a good friend that burned the shit out of his face well not to the point of long-term scarring but he you know did a flaming sambuca shot and forgot to blow it out so if you do a hadouken uh make sure you put it out first before you slam that down your gullet uh, words from the wise a uh, public service announcement from hey bartender podcast so it is Wednesday. It is sometime in October. I never uh, think to look up the date. Oh, October 7th. I'm, of course, recording this on a Monday, but I'm going to release this on Wednesday. But it'll be October 7th when this thing gets uh, published. Uh, and you know what, people? We are coming up on the cold and flu season. Ooh, yeah, that's the really nasty stuff. Uh, of course, we got to add cold, cold flu and COVID just due to the world that we live in right now. But, uh, you know, people, uh, I always sat back and, and wondered a lot of the time, should I call in sick? Now, here's a couple stories for you. There was uh, one time where I had full-on body, I, this was actually allergy season, uh, I've always had bad allergies, and I had full-on body aches, my head was completely plugged up, and I had a, the worst headache, low energy, and I sat back and thought, should I really go to work today? Because I'm not feeling good, and who knows what's going to happen. Uh, you know, at least I wasn't, like, uh, uh, you know, dr uh, dripping out my nose or coughing and sneezing a lot. I was just heavily congested. 
And so I sat back and thought, should I really be around customers when I'm like this? You know what? Yeah, uh, yeah I need the money. That Therein lies the, uh, the big moment when it comes to calling in sick to work. How bad do you need the money? And for people that are single and living by themselves, maybe supporting uh, one of their children, yeah, you got to go into work no matter what, uh, because if you don't work, you don't make money. And when you don't make money, you can't pay the bills. It's just that easy. But should you go into work? Probably not. Uh, But I was living by myself. I don't have any kids or anybody to support other than myself. So it was a real dilemma for me at the time. Should I go into work? Because I really don't feel good today. You know what? I better, I got credit cards to pay off. So I go into work and I'm trying my best. I've, I'd heard stories of like uh, people on talk shows that go in there and they're sick to the bone. I They got bad flu or whatever, but they came into work anyway. But you would never know it just by looking at them when they're uh, when the camera goes on. But as soon as the camera goes off, they damn near pass out because they're running like a huge fever or, you know, they just can't see straight. But as soon as the camera comes back on, they're, uh, you know, back in happy go lucky mode. So I sat back and I uh, thought, should I be doing should I be going to work when I'm feeling sick? But like I said, I did go into work because, yeah, like like I said, I got bills to pay. So as I'm serving my customers, I'm trying my hardest to try not to look sick, try not to uh, uh, sneeze, cough, or wash my and I'm washing my hands constantly. And uh, you know, I don't. I think I made it through the day without the customers asking any questions. But uh, when some friends came in late at night. I just stopped and I looked at him and I said, I never should have come to work. I feel like shit right now. And I think all they did was just look at me with a slightly concerned look and then went back about their business. Uh, eh, Nothing against my friends, but that's just the way it happened that night. And, uh, you know, it was luckily it was one of those 24 hour things. I went over to the 24 hour uh, drugstore, got myself some Sudafed back when you could get Sudafed. Uh, and some Tylenol, slept like a stone that night, woke up the next day feeling uh, not like a hundred bucks, but maybe about $85 and 85 and a quarter maybe. So I, uh, I felt pretty good about going to work the next day, but I, I still sat back and wondered, should I have to go, uh, should I have to go to work if I'm sick? Because uh, bartenders, servers, none of us have very few of us, at least in the United States have, uh, medical benefits. So there's not much we can do about it other than the over the counter type of drugs. And like I said, we don't, most of us don't get sick time. Most of us don't get, uh, any kind of, uh, benefit like that. There was a guy I talked to in Spain a long time ago that said that he, he, as a server bartender, he had medical benefits. He really didn't give a shit whether or not people got tipped him or not. You know what? Good for him. Uh, you know, that's, that's really great. But, uh, where I am, where I live, we don't have those opportunities for servers and bartenders first, because for some reason people don't think of it as a real job, but we, we've got to show up to work on time. We get paid for our time. We, what is the definition of a job? 
I mean, really, uh, like I just said, we have to show up at a certain time. We have to work a certain amount of hours in order to receive a certain amount of money. And, but do, does a real job have to include medical benefits? Do they have to include a 401k? Do, uh, is that what people are trying to hint towards? That's a real job. Cause there are a lot of jobs out there that aren't service industry and aren't uh, janitorial that uh, don't get medical benefits or at least decent medical benefits. I mean, the medical uh, medical benefit thing nowadays, at least in the jobs that I've been working in the last 10 years, uh, I mean, they're, they're just, you know, you got to spend a certain amount of money um, uh, in a year before, you know, you got to reach your deductible. And you know how hard it is to reach that deductible? And, uh, and the deductible is huge, uh, you know, but that all depends on how you sign up for it. So anybody who out there who's listening that knows a lot about signing up for medical benefits and stuff like that, they'll probably tell me, well, you just signed up for the wrong program. Well, I signed up for the uh, program that I could afford. That's what I did. But that's not about me and the job that I have now. I used to be a bartender and my friends, uh, uh, when I got released from my last bartending job, uh, official bartending job, I should preface that. Um, they actually, uh, told me, why don't you go get out and get a job with medical benefits? And the reason behind that was so I could get proper medical benefits and, hopefully move up in some company. My, my bartender friends actually told me to do that. And I listened to them and uh, eventually uh, started realizing I was going nowhere with that job. And it, you know, it was fun on occasion, but insanely tedious. That's why I love bartending because every night was something different. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, make a drink, put it out, make a drink, put it out, make a drink, put it out. Uh, it, it, and at these so-called jobs that, uh, real jobs where you work, say on this, some kind of assembly line, it's just put the part and get another part, put the part, get another part. And your mind goes absolutely numb. And most of your, most of their, uh, foreman, People don't want you talking to each other because they want you concentrating on the job. And okay, in some people's definition, that would be a quote unquote real job because you get regular pay and you get benefits, but you, your mind goes numb and truthfully, you get a little stupid and, uh, and where's, where's the fun in that? You're not supposed to have fun. It's called work. Work is a four-letter word. It ranks up there with fucker. No, that's six. Uh, four, well, just fuck. Well, any of the dirty words. Shit, piss, fuck. You know, uh, all. It's just work is a dirty word, people. And, you know, they always mention if you do what you enjoy, you never work a day in your life. And, you know, a lot of us actually enjoy bartending and serving. You get to meet people. You uh, get to work with really cool people if you find the right spot, and it's different every day. You get some a uh, large amount of really cool ass customers, and then you get that one uh, 
Karen or whatever the male equivalent of Karen is. But does that stop you from going to work? Uh, you realize if I go to the doctor's office right now and, you know, tell them that uh, I've got a bad cold in COVID era, let's say, you're, you got a headache, you're dizzy, you're coughing a lot, sore throat, and you're scared to death that you got COVID. And then, so you got to, uh, so are the COVID tests free? Some of them are, uh, do what about the lab work? You got to pay for that. And if you are, do end up having COVID and they do have to quarantine you, uh, do you, do you have to pay for the hospital room? Okay. If you can't pay for the hospital room, then you're going to be stuck. Uh, you got to be quarantined at home, but then your family runs a risk of catching that same thing. Now, if you, uh, sit back and think about it like that, you say, well, I can't really afford to go to the doctor, so I'm just going to go get some Robitussin and some Tylenol and try to just fight through this as much as I can. That's where everybody gets in trouble. And, and granted, you know, just taking a couple over-the-counter drugs, most of, most of the time that uh, does help out quite a bit. But, you know, you know uh, uh, other things like uh, a friend of mine uh, had a friend that worked at a bar. She uh, was closing the bar one night, and I guess out of the corner of her eye, she saw something moving. So she looks over there and sees a possum had made it inside her bar and was making its way behind the bar. Scared the living shit out of her. And she jumped the bar uh, to get away from it. And she, I guess, shattered, just full-on shattered her ankle. And... So, uh, what do you do from there? And, uh, you know, they, her coworkers were cool enough to scare away the possum or get rid of it. And, uh, they asked her, Oh my God, are you okay? Your ankle is not supposed to bend that way. And she says, I'm fine. Somebody get me a beer. And unfortunately that was a bad decision. Now write this down here, bartenders and servers. Uh, yes, she was an extru- excruciating pain. But since she decided to start drinking at right after the accident, the doctors couldn't do anything for her until the alcohol left her system. So she had to wait two to three days before the doctors could do anything for her. They could try to make her comfortable, put her in a uh, put her in a brace. Uh, crutches were probably excruciating. I didn't get all the details from her. She told me a little bit about the story, but the it. You know, you had to sit through excruciating pain until the alcohol left your system because alcohol is, uh, uh, what is it, dilute or it does something to your bloodstream. So, uh, and your, uh, raised your blood pressure. And, uh, that's not really something doctors want to deal with if they have to operate on you because, you know, that, you know, things in your body squirt from what I understand. I mean, I don't know anything about doctor being a doctor or medicine except from what I learned from House MD and MASH. So, what happens to her after she uh, has to take three days off of work, assuming she had to work the next three days, with a shattered ankle sitting on her couch watching TV? Nothing. She's, uh, But luckily, she, I believe she was married at the time. She did have kids. 
So she probably did was on her husband's uh, medical policy or medical benefit policy. So she probably gotten taken care of, but say that she was single and uh, was taking care of those kids. Oh my God. The medical bills would put you so far underwater. You would not believe it. Does she go into work anyway? Uh, I bet the doctor told her uh, no way in hell. Uh, you cannot go into work. And so since bars don't typically pay uh, like uh, injuries uh, or what do they call it? Uh, on the job injury, uh, medical leave type of stuff. Uh, yeah, she's SOL pretty much. And uh, sometimes I've seen it where customers were gracious enough where they set up a fund uh, in the bar, usually in the form of a giant pickle jar and say uh, your favorite bartender or server has been injured and the medical benefits are going to start piling up or the medical bills are going to start piling up. She could use your help. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of her uh, regulars or favorite people in the world um, donated and I'm sure it helped out quite a bit. Uh, but you know, if you haven't been there a long time, it, well, first of all, some of you are probably, well, I wouldn't be scared of a possum. I wouldn't jump over the bar. Well, it all depends on how, how you do it. I mean, uh, I, when I was talking to Boogie Lives the other day, she, he mentioned that uh, he saw he refuses to chance fate and acknowledge that there's a ghost inside his bar. Like well, when I used to say goodnight to Phil uh, every night. And uh, But if something came out of nowhere uh, and he wasn't expecting it, uh, either he, it, he'd probably go into a fight or flight type of thing. He If... The thing was coming at him. He might take a swing either that or he'll run through a plate glass window to, just to get away from it. Who knows? Or that other girl I taught uh, that I had an email with when I did that uh, is your bar haunted episode. She said that she refuses to wear her hair down or wear her hair up anymore because when she's closing, she swears she can feel somebody breathing on her neck. That would freak people out. But that, here I'm dealing about scary stuff and paranormal. I'm sure there are a lot of you out there who are have a little bit of a problem with critters. Uh, we all work in different areas. We all uh, here in Texas, where I'm at, we got uh, scorpions, we've got uh, tarantulas, we've got lizards, uh, any of those things that uh, could totally freak people out. I mean, there was a guy I was working with who swore up and down, uh, he kept asking, when did the tarantulas come out? Is is now the season of tarantulas? And I said, oh, no, you missed that season by about two months. And he said, oh, good. And I was I looked at him because he seemed like a pretty upright guy, pretty, you know, not tough, but, you know, not afraid of much. But he swore up and down to me, if he runs into a tarantula, he will cry. You know, uh, there's, no, there's no run. There's no fight or flight. It's just break down, start crying. That's it. That's what he told me. So, you know, other, other places out there, uh, snakes, uh, what if a bird actually made, made it into your bar? Uh, I've only known about this whole ornith ornithophobia. I think I said that right for a few years. And some people are deathly afraid of birds. And there is always that small chance that a bird just accidentally makes it right through the door they're tough to get out, get out of the bar safely uh, once that happens. But 
you know, some people are deathly afraid of birds and, uh, good friend of mine. She told me she's deathly afraid of chickens, but the chance of a chicken accidentally wandering into a bar, that's, uh, let's say that's pretty slim. Uh, in most cases, uh, if somebody has a picture of a, a chicken that walked into their bar, that's not animated or the beginning of a joke, uh, send me a picture of it. I'd love to see it. You just, you were just there and all of a sudden there's a chicken and you know, just pecking around, not doing anything. Send me a picture of that. Anybody. I'd love to see it. But what I'm getting at here is people, how hard is it, is it of a decision for you to call in sick? And because a lot of us bartenders, servers, we are very faithful to our jobs. We are faithful to our customers and we don't want to miss out on the potential money that we could make. And, uh, you know, we're like celebrities in a way. And it's like if all of a sudden you were watching, uh, I don't know about the popular show Cobra Kai right now, if, uh, uh, Ralph Macchio called in sick one day they were, and they decided to replace him with Tobey Maguire. You, that would upset you just same way as it would, it would upset the customers go, wait a minute, it's Tuesday. Where's the dude? Uh, the dude's usually here on Tuesday. I'm not sure that ever happened, but I got it a lot when like I was covering for Barb or uh, somebody else that they're where's Barb tonight. Where's Brian tonight. And I saw they uh, had something to do. They called in sick or whatever. And it, it kind of hurts your self-esteem a little bit when the customer is just like, but there, but that other bartender is supposed to work tonight, but we're all creatures of habit. And the customers get used to a certain thing and it throws their world off. If, uh, that certain person isn't there. Now I remember, uh, one night there was this really cute girl that used to hang out in the bar. She used to come in on my shifts but uh, I'm not sure she, yeah, I, I don't think I ever made an impression on her, but she specifically called one night and asked if another bartender was there and uh, another one of the guy bartenders. And I said, um, no, he's not here tonight, but you know, I am come over and say hi to me. And uh, she, she was like, oh yeah, I'll come over. And, but you know, it's, you know, it's like, oh damn, she was cute too. And she, she's into the other guy. Now, some of you guy bartenders is just like, I could bird dog that no problem. No, I can't do that. So let's just skip on to the next, uh, the next thing. Um, sure. We're all obligated to take days off if we're really, really sick and, and in danger of, passing it to somebody else. The restaurant is not the good place to be. Even though there were a number of days where I was sick as a dog, but I was able to assert myself and keep my hands clean and stay away from the customers. Um, there was no, there was never any problem. Now in this day, uh, day and age of COVID-19 having to wear a mask, uh, it kind of sucks uh, me, me just going by walking through a grocery store or, you know, just spending, uh, one or two hours wearing the mask spend, uh, to spend your eight hour shift or say your two hour run, your 10 minute break two two more hours, half hour lunch, two more hours, 15 minute break, and then two hours go home. 
that's still a long time to wear that mask. And I don't care who you are. Uh, after a while, whether you ate something decent or not, or are popping Altoids like they're crack, your breath start. You get sick of your own breath, don't you? Come on, somebody admit it to me. Raise your hand. But you got to leave it down to your best judgment. If you cannot work, don't force yourself to work. You because uh, if you're sick, because you could make yourself worse. Well, truthfully, I'm going to say it right now. You got to think about yourself first. Uh, you know, true, you could spread it to your coworkers. True, you could uh, spread it to your customers. But it's all about you at that point, isn't it? Because if you're sick and you go to work, you don't get proper rest. Uh, you may be sicker tomorrow morning. And if you still go to work and you're not getting proper rest, you could be sicker the next day. And sometimes all the body needs to do is just reboot. One good night's sleep is all it needs. Maybe you need a little bit of help with a little bit of Tylenol to make sure that you get uh, get to sleep or uh, um, maybe some allergy medicine, some Sudafed, uh, CBD if you're into that sort of thing. Um, sure. Just cause a lot of people forget the people that are scared of painkillers. I've got an uncle that, uh, he underwent a very, uh, uh, in, invasive, I think is the word he went through a pretty bad operation and we, my father and I went to go over and visit him and he was walking around, but he, you could tell he was in pain. And my dad asked him, didn't they give you painkillers? And they gave him some good stuff too, like Demerol and, uh, you know, uh, which kind of bums me out that I can't take that stuff cause I'm allergic to codeine, but you know, they gave him some really good painkillers and he's like, I don't want to take those cause those are addicting. Well, okay. Maybe for some, uh, painkillers can be addicting, but they're also, um, you got to remember that these medicines that they put out there actually allow your body to rest enough to fix itself because if you're in constant pain and you're not doing anything about it not taking like a little bit of advil or uh some like somebody tells me they never take advil because it's bad for your kidneys okay maybe true but that's for the people that take 800 milligrams every four hours uh or they they're afraid of tylenol because it's addicting okay it's regular strength tylenol According to Dr. Cox on Scrubs, the proper dosage to give somebody for pain when it comes to regular strength Tylenol is reach into the bottle, grab a handful, and throw it at them. Whatever sticks, that's the proper dosage. So you can pretty much take Advil as much as you want. Same as aspirin. Uh, At least according to Scrubs, I'm not a doctor. Remember that, people. But when it comes to calling into work uh, because you're sick and you're worried about financial difficulties if you do call in sick to work, just remember that big gas bucket of quarters that you got sitting uh, sitting in the corner of your bedroom. Or like I used to do, I used to try to fill a five-gallon uh, bottle. And, uh, well, eventually I didn't, and I never filled it up. I got it maybe about, uh, no, I don't know, two, three inches off the bottom. Then I ended up emptying it out, plus another five, six hundred bucks, and then went to Vegas. Uh, but, uh you know, that's what that's for. Emergencies. You got to have an emergency fund. So my suggestion, maybe throw five bucks in a shoebox that uh, not many people have access to 
every, every night after your shift, just five bucks. You're never going to miss it. And if you do miss it, so what? You're not going to be able to buy that uh, that Starbucks that next morning. Time to buy your uh, get yourself a regular coffee maker and make your own coffee. Try bartenderszoncoffee.com. Yeah, uh, sorry, threw that in there. Uh, but the key to staying healthy as a bartender server is get some rest. Get some goddamn rest. Uh, that's the most important thing. And some of you who do have families, you wake up or you get home late from your shift and then you got to make sure your kid gets on the school bus in the next morning. Okay, yeah, you guys, uh, hats off to you guys. It's a little bit tougher for you to get some sleep, uh, a decent amount of sleep, but you got to do what you can uh, can for your body. Otherwise, your body's just going to shut down on you. And that's really unfair because you have no control over that. Anyway, that's it for the Wednesday short, quick shot, go home episode. Uh, as usual, thank you for listening. I uh, got to get a little bit of business out of the way. Remember to swing by www.bartendersowncoffee.com. Check out their selection of coffee. Recently, we were reviewed on uh, Coffee Shop Girls on Instagram. You want to go check out uh, their uh, two girls that go around trying out various different coffees from wherever they can get it. They uh, tried out Bartender's Own Coffee, and they said they enjoyed it. A little bit robust on their uh, uh, on for their opinion, but they added a little oat milk, and it ended up being a damn good cup of coffee. That's just the house blend, though. Uh, Bartender's Own Coffee has a huge selection of different roasts that you can pick out. Also, help support the podcast by going to uh, heybartenderpodcast.com. Pick up a t-shirt, pick up a sticker, pick up a challenge coin. Uh, any little bit would help the show out so I can build this show up a little bit bigger do more things and entertain you guys. That's cause that's what I'm doing at this point. So it is last call, last call for alcohol. And if you want something to drink, you got to come up to the bar cause I'm not bringing it to you. Yeah, I mean, shit, we're in quarantine for Christ's sake. Still, I think, um, as usual, I, I got to do a quick shout out for lower hope and the arc tones for, uh, allowing me, for all this time to use their song, Dr. Bartender, for the theme song, go check out Laura, Laura Hope and the Arctones. They are an awesome rockabilly band. And remember, people, take care of yourselves out there. We do get sick from time to time, but the important thing is you got to take care of yourself. And sure, money can be a problem. It always is a problem. More money, more problems, whatever. But you are the most most important thing if not for you, your customers, and definitely your family. So anyway, as usual, I like to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, people, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got it.